Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. This week's episode of Generation Xbox is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, your home for all sports betting with sports back. Head there now. You'll hear from them later on in the show. And now, on to this week's episode. everybody, welcome to Generation Xbox. This is episode number 222. I'm Tyler. And I'm Steven, and we're your home for all things Xbox. Alright, and uh, just want to remind everybody, head on over to GenerationXbox.com for all the latest in all your Xbox news, and to join all of our wonderful communities, uh, just head there. And there's plenty of ways to do that uh, from that destination. So, that said, Steven, there's plenty to talk about, too. And in the world of Xbox, let's start... With Grounded, a new game from Obsidian that we saw just a you know a tiny bit of at the showcase. Grounded's brand new. You got to play it. You, despite your uh, feelings about spiders in general and in video games, talk to us about that experience and what it was like for you. Yeah, um, yeah. The game came out this week. It's still in game preview, so you know don't expect. Not to run into any issues. There, there are some crashing issues and freezing issues, and I've I've ran into a couple. But for the most part, like the game's really fun. If you're into the survival, like crafting type thing, you know you you go around, you collect items like pebbles and and grass pieces, and then you like analyze them, and you can build new things. And it, it's the typical cycle, right? Um, but the you know the, the thing is, you're shrunk down to like, honey, I shrunk the kid size, and you're let loose in the garden. Um, and there's bugs, and they're bigger mm-hmm. than you, like ladybugs, for instance. You know how yeah. how uh, small ladybugs are when they land on you? Um, mm-hmm. They're gigantic. So you know if you're if you're not a big fan of bugs. This, this is a, it's gonna be a rough one. So do the ladybugs attack you? No, no, no. They're super friendly. Okay. I mean, they'll help you out too. Like if you are next to a ladybug and you're getting attacked by other things, um, you can kind of bait the other things into the ladybugs, and then they'll they'll help you out. Um, and and ants too. Like they won't they won't like attack you either unless you attack them first. But they tend to be in packs, so you know be careful. Because um, I made that mistake my first playthrough. But yeah, the spiders. Uh, not a fan of spiders at all in real life or in video games. I can do them in movies. I've, I've actually seen like spiders, eight crazy legs, all that thing. They don't bother me so much, but like in game form, it, I think it's cause I'm playing the game that it just, it, it kind of gives me the heebie jeebies, right? 
Um, and you can, you know, make fun of me all you want. I've heard it all before, but it's a phobia. It, it's an irrational fear. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, I think people are assholes, but that's beside the point. They, luckily, Obsidian is not asshole, or they are not an, an asshole company, because they've implemented an arachnophobia safe mode. So, basically, you can, like, turn the spiders down to whatever suits your, um like comfort level so you know that might just be removing a couple legs um taking off some eyes you know there's like five different settings and i have them down to the bottom where they're just orbs they're still creepy to me i know what they are the spider webs all that stuff um i it, it doesn't do it for me it's it's uh it still it still gets me still gets me going and then you know when bugs are jumping out at you i, I yeah i'm not a fan not a fan uh but i do like that they implemented it um, I think more games need stuff like this because there are people that are like terrified of, of things that you know don't make sense and you know you kind of want people to play your games right and if someone's not going to buy your game because you know they're scared of something in it like you know that's profit you're not making right because see if these just added an auto float option. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those that like are scared of like underwater and I mean I get it the ocean is very empty and it is creepy. Um, but that one doesn't get me, but it's just nice that games add yeah. this stuff. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's nice to have that option there, I guess. So the, you know, for people that have it, I'm, I won't say I'm like a huge fan of spiders, but I don't think I'm necessarily afraid of them. Um, I actively seek to eliminate them when I, you know, when I see them, but seeing a movie like the movie arachnophobia, if you remember that was not a problem for me. But I think it was, like, also because it was, like, comedic and goofy enough. But I do know people who can't watch it. So, you know, and then the, the auto float option, like, cool, for people that don't like that, sure, absolutely. And I think it's it's good. The Sea of Thieves is, for me, just too cartoony to invoke anything like that. But that's just me, and that's not other people. So, yeah, it's cool that it's there. Um, overall feelings on the game, like you're you're enjoying it so far. You think it's it's a good time. It's you know, are you uh, do do we do we have any idea of what the time frame is until they actually get a completed version? No, I, I can't see it being super far away. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the preview thing. It allows them to adjust and you know kind of make sure. things better on the fly. Um, I I am very much liking it. I I do w- want to play it with someone. It's it's very hard solo. Um, at yeah. times, even on like the, the lighter difficulties, which I'm playing on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it'd be nice to play co-op with someone, but mm. like single player, it's, it, it's, it's doable. But if you have like someone you're, you're wanting to play with, like you'll have a good time if you like those sort of games. I'm just a big fan of a company like Obsidian working on three projects that are so different from each other and kind of doing that at the same time, which is really cool. So it shows, you know, the... The range that they have as a developer and you know super happy that they're part of the the xbox family now and will be publishing you know xbox will be publishing their games so it gives xbox a really good uh you know selection of games that are just they haven't had in what's quite the, some time so what's the third game I'm, I'm i'm blanking on this um avowed and uh outer worlds oh yeah okay yeah so yeah, the uh, having those three is is really cool. So, Avow's obviously a ways off, but yeah, 
All right, let's move on to the thing with uh, Microsoft. We've gotten hints now this week, very strong hints, that there's going to be an event in August, and uh, so it'll be at Gamescom, or maybe before. And if it's before Gamescom, I'm, I would assume we'll see something there, too. What do you think we see in August? Do you think it's a totally separate event, or do you think they tie it in with Gamescom, or both? That's tough. Um, I could see it being separate, but I, I feel like they want that big you know there's rumors that it's going to be the initiative game shown off but there'll be something for sure they've already kind of hinted at, at that um they're, they're they save stuff for for this specifically uh mm-hmm. so I, I can't imagine if they're going to show the initiative game off i'm just assuming let's just go with that but whatever they show off if they show something at gamescom i feel like then they're going to have the the event there um where they kind of launch the price and release date um though i think Still, the release date's more likely than the price because both Sony and Microsoft playing like chicken here. Um, like, who's gonna break mm-hmm. first? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough to speculate on this because it could it could be both. Um, I think it, I think it will be. I think we'll get a an event um, more like the Nintendo Directs where it's super focused on something in particular, where we look at Halo multiplayer which we'll talk about again here in a second because it made a lot of news this week, but I think we'll get an event just looking at that and then maybe around Gamescom, like what you're saying, we'll get the initiative stuff and then also the release date and price. I think we get both because you can't really start doing pre-orders until you get a price in place. So I think we'll see both those things at the end of August and Gamescom is at the end of August. It's the 27th, I think, is Jeff Keighley's event, if I remember right. So... It's, you know, we're running out of time at that point in terms of what console cycles have been like in the past in the lead up to launch. So you would think, you know, that we'll see that information then. Uh, Both consoles last time around had a release date and price almost two months ago. So, you know, we're, we're already running way behind there. And I know it's this game of chicken and it's kind of fun to watch. But at the same time, I just want to know when it's coming and how much it is. And I'm sure a lot of other fans do too. So hopefully we'll get that news. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Phil did say the multiplayer for Halo is going to be shown off soon. Thinks it's going to be special. And it has been developed with pro players input. So we've seen that before in other games. And sometimes it's really encouraging. And sometimes it's a little concerning. Where do you stand there? Uh, like, Are you happy we're getting a lot of pro players input here? No. Not, not necessarily. Because... Yeah. There are things that pro players like that I don't necessarily think the general, like, population of gamers necessarily like. Um, they may they may want certain things that doesn't necessarily add to the fun factor for people. And I think... So I think it's a delicate balance. I, I, I'm not saying everything needs to be designed for one or the other, but... Like, pro players are a very, very, very tiny sect of, of, of the mm-hmm. gamers, right? So, you know, if, if your company designs it exclusively for them, you know, that's great. Th- those people are happy, but who else wants to play with that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. I, so, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a delicate balance. Um, we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, I, I just... I don't love... Sometimes I think pro players get a little cocky and, like, full of themselves. And, like, they're... I've seen them think they're, like, way more important than just your general gamer. And that, like, annoys me because... Well, pro players and influencers in general now both kind of tend to think that way sometimes. And 
you know, we saw this. Where it really concerned me was when, do you remember when the NHL series just didn't have the eSports Hockey League one year for NHL 15, right? Yeah. And then they came, they brought it back for 16, and they said, we're going to, we're having these things with all of our game changers, which is the code for, like, you know, the game changers program is all, like, their best players and biggest influencers and stuff like that. They had these, like, panels with them to build the mode, what it was going to be. And what that told me is that they're doing it for esports, and they're tailoring this mode to the people that are just super freaking awesome at it. And that's not most players. That's my concern. It's like most players just want to go kind of have fun with it. And for me, like the, the quote new mode there has, has seen diminishing returns in my fun factor every year to the point where now I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to play it, you know, in terms of that game, the, the NHL game. I don't know that that'll happen here. I think with the, the announcement we're about to talk about, you know, I think it's pretty clear that they're trying to make make it as inclusive as possible and make it so everybody can well, have fun with it. Let's let's talk about that because yeah. you know, Infinite is going to be free to play and mm-hmm. potentially run at 120 frames, and there'll be yep. like a a battle pass, which basically you know every multiplayer game now has. So again, this is where that that balance comes into play because. You know, if you want people to play, and they obviously are going to want people to buy the Battle Pass. That's the whole point of it. You know, you see it in, I mean, Destiny has one, Fortnite has one, Apex has one, Call of Duty has one, Mm -hmm. Rocket Arena has one. I imagine Rocket League at this point might have one. Um, That one I'm not 100% on. But, you know, every multiplayer shooter seems to have a Battle Pass, right? And it's where they make their money. You spend $10... Uh, for the battle pass, you and then you, you continue to play the games, and then you're more likely to buy the extra upgrades because you're constantly playing, and you're like, I spend so much time in this, I want to keep playing. If the game is designed for the pros, and and it's not going to be fun for the the regular people, you're not going to make money on that because no one's going to want to buy the battle pass because no one's going to have fun playing the game. And right. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't even think that will happen. I just think it's something that you need to be watch watching out for. And I, I don't think this developed with pro players input thing is as good as they think it is when they say that stuff. I just want to know like how intensive that was. Like, did they just get some feedback? Because on the on the um, elite controller, right, they got a lot of pro player feedback. And use that to help build that, but it didn't. You know, I still love the controller. I know you have one and like it. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's a, f- a fair I mean, comparison, it's, though. Right? I, yeah. The elite's definitely designed for people that like want to play games. You, you, you know, your casual gamer's right. not going to spend two hundred dollars on a controller or one hundred and fifty sure. or whatever it is. Well, except you know, for I, me, but yeah. Well, I mean, I did too, but <laughs> so. obviously the back paddles are especially meant for being able mm-hmm. so you can still aim and use the the face buttons at the same time like that's the whole point and you know if you're playing professionally you want that um so that makes sense but yeah with 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 something like this that's supposed to appeal to the i mean halo is going to be the game that appeals to it's supposed to be their console seller it's their big game that comes out when when the series x launches so Mm -hmm. it needs to appeal to the masses my my problem isn't so much with necessarily involving pros because you do want your best players input right and 
that you know that plays a role in it, and they often are your most passionate fans too. Yeah. In, in a lot of cases, so you want that. My concern is when we're building games for esports, and that's what I worry about when I hear pro players. I wonder if that means we're building this for esports in particular. Well, of course. Why else would they be? Mm. That's yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I thought too. Um, yeah, I don't know how much esports play or how much money it brings in for these companies, right? So I, I watch a lot of the Smite Pro League. Um, it's been on. I mean, it just started back up. Like I'm, I, I, I was big into Smite a, a few years ago, and like, and I haven't really ever stopped. The only reason I stopped watching was because they moved the games to like the weekdays, and I am busy in the weekdays, but yeah. Now it's back on weekends, and you know I'm stuck at home. Like it's, it's awesome, right? But that's run by high res studios. Like they're in charge. But when you have like the Call of Duty events, those are put on not necessarily by Activision or whatever. They might be, I, but you know what I mean. So I'm wondering yeah. how much money the those pro league, the esports or whatever, bring in to the company. And I think, if, I think the the value proposition for them is that it's it identifies their brand as the premier. In that genre. You know what I mean? Like, for Call of Duty, like, all the... Call of Duty World Championships are a big deal. Or, or whatever. And it's... It identifies that Call of Duty brand as the brand, like, where the best shooter players play. Oh, yeah. You, you know? You don't, you don't really see the Battlefield brand. No. And, and I... You know, I've been the minority on which one I've liked the most on this podcast for, <laughs> for a while. Well, now it's even. That's true. So, yeah, I just I just don't like, you know, it's not that I don't like it. That's not even fair to say. I I prefer the Battlefield style over the like Twitch shooter style. You yeah. know, and I know you're the opposite, and that's fine. And you're but you're better at shooters. So, yeah, you're if I was good at, sh- at multiplayer shooters, like pick up and play and be super good, like sure, I'd love Call of Duty too. You know, it's uh it, the one thing about multiplayer that I think we all know is that there is a barrier to fun there. Like, you have to at least feel like you're doing something to help your team or you're at least a little competitive, or it's just not fun for most people. And that's what I worry about when we tailor games around pro players, when we tailor around esports, is because we're, we're catering to and appealing to that very top level of player. And uh, you can do that, and you should, just not at the expense of the other players, you know, that just want to play Halo because they like the lore and they like the story and and they want to jump in and play and have fun. Like that, but we shouldn't like, that doesn't mean you develop just for them at the expense of players who want to be competitive either. The important thing is to find that balance. And, you know, because I, like you, Steven, I I used to, you you said you watched a lot of Smite. I used to watch a lot of competitive Halo and I'd watch how they played, and like this is when like Halo Five came out. Um, and I'd watch how they played, and I'd kind of take some of those tips and use it, and I actually got considerably better at multiplayer. So I was pretty, you know, um, thankful for that. But I'd watch a lot, and so I enjoy watching that stuff. It's it's fun. It's good. I just don't want to see it become the only consideration when we talk about what a good multiplayer mode looks like. Yeah, and I mean, time will tell what 
um, you know, how this goes. And it's it's all it's possible that I mean we haven't really been talking about it, but it's possible that we they did something or recommended something that is awesome and everyone's gonna love. And and that's mm-hmm. true, it could happen. I just sometimes, you know, they want things that not everyone else wants and you're trying to have a successful game. You you kinda need to appeal to the masses here. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, like you said, free to play and running at 120 FPS. Uh, Phil Spencer said he thinks the uh, Halo multiplayer is going to be really special. Now, of course, he says that. Yeah, though. I mean, it's Phil. I mean, to be fair, like say. we love we love Phil on this show, we do. But to be fair, if you go back and look at Phil's comments, like every like Xbox E3 event or showcase. The last six years, he's either said it's going to be the biggest one ever, the best one ever, the best library of games ever, or lineup of games ever, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? Like, yeah. every single one. <laughs> so, he uh, he does not ever really say, yeah, we think it'll be good. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we've seen other people in... Uh, in the public, say that everything's going to be the, the greatest. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't always work out. So, um, so I'll tell you something that hasn't worked out, Stephen. Rocket Arena already on sale for $6. Yep. So where is that at? What do you mean? Where, like, where can you, is it on the Xbox Store for 6 Yes. Oh, wow. All right. Yep. I, I, I saw this coming. I, I did. It, the game is fun. It's mm-hmm. super fun. I, it's, it is. It's like the. It's just action packed. It's um. It's insane. It get. It gets really crazy really fast. It, it is. It is hundred percent worth six dollars. Though at this point, save your six dollars and put it towards the battle pass because this yes. game's coming to free to play in like two weeks, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. This. It, it was always a mistake to put this game out as anything but free to play. I I thought that from the very beginning. Um, I thought it should be free to play. Charge for the battle pass. And make it exactly like it's a. It, I mean, it's different enough because it's not a battle royale. It's mm-hmm. a it's a three v three arena shooter. You would have gotten way more in the fan base, um, and it's still possible they'll they'll get or get the people to come play when it goes free to play. Mm-hmm. But I know people are gonna see that it went free to play immediately and think that it's a bad game. It's not a bad it's game. Really it's really not. No. Thirty dollars is. Was too much for it in, in the in the era that we are in, where you can get half of the shooter for free. Mm-hmm. Why why would you pay thirty dollars for something? Yep, I agree. And, and you know, at first when you said that, I, I I wasn't sure I was totally on board with you, but now I am. And I think you're absolutely right. I think from a business model standpoint, it's so hard for these companies to come around to this because it's such a different way of thinking, right? And they're so averse to giving up what they know will generate revenue for them and try something different, even if it's a better model. But I think with the, the battle pass model, it's just better. You get making it free to play builds your player base so much more than putting that, you know, price point for entry in right up front. And I I'm with you. I think we're going to see more and more shooters go this route. We saw halo do it. I mean, that's uh, that's a big top tier shooter in competitive multiplayer. So we're you know if they're doing it then games like rocket arena should absolutely do it um i i agree with you 100 now and and you know i i, I didn't know this was just what a couple weeks ago but 
I completely see where you're coming from now, and I think that it's a it's a good move. And I'm not just saying that because Halo's doing it. I'm saying it because, you know, now that you, you get the players in there, clearly they're struggling with player base. Yep, that's, and, that's the reason it's happening. It's yep, and, and that's unfortunate, and probably more so with, like, retention of that base. So making it, you know, six bucks, and then I'm sure what they'll do, maybe rather than free-to-play, they might drop it in as part of Access. Because EA almost has too much pride to just do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it on the show a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're sorry for anyone that is tired of Madden. But holy crap, make your ultimate teams free to play, and you will get yep. people to play. Um, and they'll pay. They'll, they'll, they'll start for free, and obviously you'll need to buy cards to make your, a good team. And I imagine yep. earning cards for free if they go that route will be infinitely harder. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, I I don't know why they haven't come around to this line of thinking. The problem I, is that with sports titles, the consumers done nothing to show them that they're not going to just buy it every year anyway. Like they'll complain a lot, but then they'll buy it anyway. Right, but how much you sales know? are you missing out on by not making it free to play? Mm-hmm. That you, you know, they're like, I'm not going to spend 60 but if it was free to play, I would, and probably spend money in Ultimate Team. It's super fucking addicting. Sorry, mm-hmm. excuse my language. <laughs> um, it, it is. is I really mean, I spent thousands of dollars one year on Ultimate Team cards, and it's so easy to do. Like, I was buying the $100 Legend Pack yeah. and every week. you never week. played online. No, that's the stupid thing. Like, when I spent $1,000 on Smite, because I'm pretty sure I spent $1,000 on Smite over the course mm-hmm. of my time with that, I was playing that game every single day. So, you know, I got usage out of the skins, even though it's really stupid to buy skins. Like, from a logical standpoint, it's dumb, because they don't yeah. do anything to change the game. Like, you can play Smite for $30, get all the gods, and never pay for anything ever, but mm-hmm. then you miss out on the cool skins, and voice packs, and emotes, and blah, 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 blah. That, like, people like, and that's the reason Fortnite makes billions of dollars. You know, it's the reason all the Fortnite streamers are gigantic. It's the reason Apex Legends is somewhat successful in a market when they came in after PUBG and Mm -hmm. Fortnite. And it's the reason Fortnite. It's a saturated market. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the reason Fortnite kicked PUBG's ass was because Mm -hmm. PUBG, like, cost money, and then Fortnite was way more cartoony and more able to appeal to the little kids. Um, And, you know, obviously. We've talked, again, on this show went, many times. Yep, and it went viral in many ways. I mean, you saw the kids doing the dances, right? And all that stuff. So it, it did a much better job on that front. You know, back to your your ultimate team point and just battle pet, you know, all that stuff in general. That model's like, you're right. Because it's you said it's not rational to spend that type of money, but it, those those models aren't built on rational thought. Nope. They're built on that, like, reward mechanism, that feeling you get. Yeah, it's the when reason... When you pull the 92 overall. Yeah, it's the reason WoW was so addictive mm-hmm. way back in the day was because of the drops of loot. Like, there's mm-hmm. been studies on loot drops in games. It's the reason Diablo is super popular, Borderlands is super popular. When you unlock that stuff, you're like, ooh, now I want the next big thing. And yep. I mean, we're not going to get into the the psychology of it, but it it has been successful. And like I think we said it uh, back at the very first episode I might have in 2020 when we were looking back at the decade. Like there is no argument that can be made to convince me that Fortnite is not the most influential game of the decade, if not of gaming all time. It's changed everything. 
um, the way games are put out, the way the um, the like all, all the extra crap, like the not loot boxes. We we got away from loot boxes and we went into this model where now you see what you're buying. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. And you still want it. Because $10 for the battle pass is nothing. And when you can earn the next battle pass for free just by p buying the battle pass once and playing like that's not what gets them money what gets money is that there's a bunch of other skins not included in the battle pass mm -hmm. and then you see your favorite streamers using them or you're playing a game and you're like oh i love that skin i have to have it and you go buy it and because you're like oh one dollar that's nothing but you do that 30 times in a month and you know you spend 30 dollars and you're not going to just do it 30 times and yep. you have two million people doing that you know how much money is that rolling in and i want to add on to that point here in a second Stephen. but first it's time for our esports segment of the week brought to you by bet online betonline.ag uh sports are coming back so if you like betting on sports or you wanted to get started doing that bet online is a great place to go it's easy to sign up and play if you're not a sports fan you can bet on tons of other stuff including esports things like call of duty league of legends overwatch dota and more head on over to betonline.ag today to take part, Stephen, let's look at an NHL game, a real game. On Monday in the, like, it's the round robin to determine the top four seeds, which is going on at the same time that the qualifying series are going on. Everybody stay with us here. It is, let's do uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning hosting the Washington Capitals. Tampa Bay favorite at minus 126, Washington a plus 114. See what your thoughts on this one. Yeah, the spread's one and a half. That means that Tampa has to win by two goals or more to beat. That, right well, there. that's on that line. This is just a win. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. There's multiple lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm, I mean, it's, it's tough. No fans. So, again, and I don't think hockey had the fan base, like, influence that something like football has or maybe even basketball. In playoffs, um, kind of, but in this, I, I, dude, I love the presentation. I was watching it today before we went live. The the NHL presentation just beats the crap out of baseballs. Fox, by the way, stop with the stupid CGI fans. It looks awful. It looks like MLB The Show 09. Just yeah. stop. Anyway, sorry, I'm taking you away from Caps and Lightning. Yeah, um, it's just tough. I mean, Capitals won the Stanley Cup not, not that far long ago, mm -hmm. and the Lightning definitely imploded last year and lost in the first <laughs> round, which is they funny. Did. I'm not a big Lightning fan. So I'm picking the Capitals because I'm not a big Lightning fan, though, yeah, I mean, it's tough. The Lightning are really, really good. So, so are the they Capitals, are, though. They are, but they haven't really been able to really put it together this year like they did last year, and it's tough to put it together like they did last year. Last year's regular season was, you know, once-a-generation type of team. Which made it even more weird that they got swept in the first round. But anyway, uh, I'm also going with Washington here, though. They've got a seasoned playoff team. Um, Ovechkin apparently looks phenomenal in the like summer training camp and the in the exhibition game they played. So I'm on board with that, and it's a good bet at a plus one fourteen. So go ahead and get that bet in 
today. And while you're doing that, just know sports are coming back. And also coming back is your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Baseball has started. Get in while you can. Uh, even though Manfred said today he's not going to cancel the season. So baseball is in full swing. There's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And as other sports start to return, like hockey today and basketball yesterday or the day before, BetOnline has sat down with Eddie George from the NFL, Robert Ory, the seven-time NBA champ, and Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball to get their opinions on what it's going to be like playing without fans in a series that they call the Fandemic, with an F. So visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. All right. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. I, I hope you guys listened to me last week when I didn't pick, but I picked my, my winner of the FA Cup because Arsenal is the champions of – they won the FA Cup today. Phenomenal game. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. It was great. It was wonderful. It was the best. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was awesome. I hope you bet on Arsenal. It was it, the They didn't let me down. They didn't let me down. Young, two goals All after right. two goals in the semis. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. All right. Well, I'm glad you're happy about that. So I did want to ask you a question based on what you were saying before uh, we broke for that. And, you know, here's your chance to blame me, even though I still say it's not my fault. But when we talk about that model and that kind of reward system internally, right, that makes you want to buy that one more bundle, that one more pack, or one more whatever. You watched a stream of me playing Madden 19 and opening packs on day one. And I, I had the, one of the greatest days opening packs I've ever had. I pulled, like, Richard Sherman, who's, like, an 88, I think. I pulled some other really high 80s players. And you had kind of indicated that, you know, it was a little bit of FOMO from watching that. Now you want to go play. How much did that set you on that path? Or how much did that contribute to setting you on that path of spending thousands of dollars on Madden that year? I mean, a lot. Um, and it didn't help that he kept texting me like pictures <laughs> every time he pulled anything good. Um, With pictures. Yeah. So, of course, like you see that and you're like, all right, well, maybe I'll have good luck. And you'll drop a $10 pack, right? Because you see them, the pulls seem good, even though like it's, it's just odds. And, I mean, it's possible EA bumps the odds early um, to get people buying. I, I wouldn't put it past any of the companies that put out... Um, like this, this sort of thing to boost the odds, because why wouldn't you? You know, you get people wanting to buy packs, and you have them see success, and then you start making them not see success anymore, and mm-hmm. they want more packs. So yeah, it it does play a huge role. It happened in that. It happened in the show. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I can't. You know, it would be wrong of me to f- put the full blame on Tyler, but it definitely played a part. You know, you and see it wouldn't have mattered if it was me or any other streamer. Like, if you're watching it, right? Well, I wouldn't have been watching it if it wasn't you. Me, um, yeah. I'm not interested in Madden Online. And then, again, the text messages with pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, you wonder if, wouldn't it be a good model for the business side, for, the, for EA or for Sony San Diego or 2K with NBA, wouldn't it be a good model to make sure they're top streamers? Do you pull super awesome stuff on day one? Yes. And 
I wonder how they go about doing that. I almost wonder if... Or if they if, do it at all. We don't know. Right? Yeah. Well, so, what, I, what I could see happening is them sending them, like, codes for mm-hmm. packs specifically, and those packs have super high odds for something, or maybe even guaranteed pulls. So, you know, if they're playing, like, FUT, they're, they're getting, you know, Cristiano mm-hmm. Ronaldo day one, and obviously yeah. that's a huge pull. And obviously you want, because you want those big streamers to, like, I get it. I, I, I don't even necessarily think... It's well, no it's different a little than unethical. paying someone like a million dollars to stream their game on release day, yeah, which has but, happened. But so. the big streamers, right? You you want them to be successful playing the game as well. So if you give them a leg up by giving them one of the mm-hmm. top guys, then you know I, I yeah. get it. A, they're getting better players, which makes you want to go buy packs, and B, they're winning and they're having fun, which makes you want to go play it too. Yeah, it's it's unethical oh. if the streamers don't divulge that they got free packs from like yeah. EA, or or it's unethical on EA's end if they're telling them not to say that while mm-hmm. giving it. If they're putting like a yeah, there there just can't be instruction to not divulge yeah. that. You know, but I mean it, that we're not even saying that happens, mm-hmm. but it no. wouldn't surprise me, and I don't even think it's stupid from a business side of things. No, I just either. yeah, I mean obviously when you see when you. When you see someone on Twitch, um, and they're playing a game, and they're making those big pulls, or they're using, like, some really awesome skin in, like, Fortnite, or a cool dance, and you're like, well, I have to have that, because, you know, I want to be like them, or, you know, the pulls are good, and I can get good cards right now, um, because some people think that pulling at a certain time um, is... Mm-hmm. advantageous and you know everyone has their tricks you see it all the time in casinos like it's 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 not gambling but it is gambling it's the same idea it, it, mm-hmm. it's the same mental stuff and i, I don't want to go down that road but no yeah, yeah we're not getting into the right or wrong of ultimate team here we've had that discussion before and i feel like nobody's going to change their mind on it anyway so you know, it's it is what it is, but the fact that the fact that they make as much money off of it as they do every year means a lot of people love it, and it's not going to go anywhere. So I think you know, the, getting all the way back to the beginning though, like Rock and Ring could learn a lot from that, and not just not the money standpoint, but just the player engagement standpoint of make your game free to play. You can still make it profitable by monetizing. But monetizing doesn't mean anything if you don't have a player base. So you've got to establish that first. And I think that what you said, Stephen, originally was right on with that. So, all right. Uh, let's move on to Marvel's Avengers. Uh, they confirmed that Hawkeye is the first DLC character. So that'll be coming uh, shortly after release, I think. Um, but Hawkeye is the first DLC character coming there. Excited about that, Steven? Like, where does Hawkeye rank in your list of Marvel MCU characters? <laughs> That's difficult. Uh, there's so many And I mean, of like, them. first Avengers Hawkeye, not like Ronan Hawkeye. Uh, I, I like him. I, I think he's a good character. He's, he was well acted. Um, I think he's underrated. But I wouldn't put him above... The, the the others but they're already there so it makes sense he was in the avengers and kind of not having him in the game <laughs> the rest of the teams there is kind of shitty so yeah, i thought so too um you know I, i'm glad i think there was a little bit of fan 
I wouldn't say backlash, but, you know, questions. So fans tend to do one of two things when it comes to this stuff. They they, they have, like, they either have the, the cancel culture mentality where, like, we're not buying this, blah, 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 wine, 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 blah, 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 mm-hmm. right? Or they do the thing where they just, they kind of take a joke and then they run with it and then all of a sudden... Um, you know, everyone's in it, and I, I think that was probably more of the situation here. We saw it with Halo and Craig, the the brute, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and obviously that's been been a thing, and that's kind of fun, right? And then you have the other side of the coin. It's it's mm. it's hit or miss, but I'm glad it, I'm glad it's coming. I like Hawkeye. Uh, I think it'll be fun to play as. I mean, uh, I agree. Black Widow isn't really a superhero either. They're like the same thing, so I don't. So let me let me ask you this: Which one graphically are you more worried about, uh, Marvel's Avengers or Halo Infinite? Well, that's tough. Marvel looked really bad the other day, but I think it's been improved. Actually, I know it's been improved. Halo, I think it was a mistake showing what they showed. Um, their gameplay I, I, trailer was much better. Yeah, I promise it's not going to look like that. <laughs> the, the the thing we saw at the showcase. I, I am a little. I'd be I guess, shocked. I actually am a little more worried about Halo. Right? Okay. It's pretty empty. More, yeah, I'm a little more worried about Avengers, but I, I still think I'm going to have a blast with both of them. So I guess I don't. You know, I shouldn't say I don't care, but I don't think it's going to be an experience breaking situation for me. Uh, graphics are nice. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but they're on the. They're towards the bottom of the most important things I, I need in a video game. Yep. Um, definitely below fun. You know, I don't need a game to look super ultra-realistic like Red Dead Redemption to, to have fun and enjoy it. Well, plus when the 360 came out, I remember I was absolutely blown away by the graphics of um, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the game. <laughs> okay. And that's about the only thing in that game that blows you away. Yeah. So graphics don't make the game, you know, and and that's not to say we shouldn't expect high quality there, uh, especially when you're getting an upgrade in console. Yeah, let's say you're dropping 500 bucks probably. Yeah, so it's fair to have expectations as fans. It's just not, I think there's a line where when all you do is like gang up and just kind of bitch about everything that it, it crosses that line from fair into just being entitled. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah, and the, honestly, yeah. the you just kind of made me <clears throat> firm on my point that I'm more worried about Halo because of the $500 box that comes with playing it, yeah. like at high <laughs> fidelity. Yep. Um, whereas Avengers is not needed. Now you can play Halo on the Xbox One X, um, mm-hmm. but you know, in full, yeah. full graphics wise, I'm I'm mm-hmm. talking at the at the top tier. So, Series X first. Steven, speaking of entitled. Uh, Games of Gold were announced, and it's uh, Portal Knights on the first uh, Override, Mech City Brawl on the 16th, and then on the 360 side, MX Unleashed on the first, and Red Faction on the 16th. Um, again, not a not a lineup that's going to make you be like, whoa, that's amazing. Uh, especially when PlayStation has NBA 2K, but it's end of, end of cycle, right? And then I forgot the other one, but it's pretty good. So... My question for you isn't on these games. It's, is Games with Gold still a thing a year from now? No. 100% is it still no. a thing six months from now? No. I can see it ending pretty soon after, if not right, when the consoles release. Okay. I think Microsoft's going away with even needing gold at all to play uh, mm-hmm. online. 
I think it. So I think just gold is going away altogether, and it's only going to be Game Pass. Yeah. So in the in the value beyond the Game Pass side, especially on Ultimate. So well, well you won't even need that, right? Because that just lumps in gold. No, Ultimate gives you Game Pass on PC as PC well. as well. So okay, so they're yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think we're going to see Game Pass be the value. Um, proposition going forward and not so much well, it's, uh, I mean, it's been the value proposition for the last but rather than year. rather than seeing Xbox Live Gold as a way to get games um, Game Pass is going to be the way to do that Yeah, and I, I still think there's like this mental barrier there for some players partly because of the fanboyish rhetoric online around Game Pass they, somehow people think it's damaging to the games industry and it's not. No one's going to present a a like actual, well thought out, reason, logical argument for that. Other well, than my Ty- favorite console doesn't have it, and I want my favorite console to win. Yeah, Tyler, that's it's damaging because Sony doesn't have it, and it's the one thing Microsoft does infinitely better mm-hmm. than than Sony. Um, and no, PlayStation now is not a comp- competitor. Um, you can yeah. call me when you know first party games come to. PlayStation Now right away, day one? For free, yeah, or or included in the cost. So, I agree. I I think think Games of Gold is going away. I think there's going to be some people that are pissed off about that, and I don't understand why. Um, Because all people people have done is complain about the games that are on it for the last year. So, but but just people just like to complain. Well, they don't like to change either, so it's just... You know, I don't get it. Sure. Well, I mean, that's fair, because think about us every time Xbox changes the dashboard. Yeah, but they change it for no reason. Like, <laughs> Right. But, well, they have reasons, we just don't know them. I and don't know, man. There's sometimes I'm like, I don't know if this is better. I get right. used to it because I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's better. Well, I think a lot of times, though, liking something equals getting used to it. Right, because you're right. Like, change people hate change. So, anyway, uh, those are games you can get this month for free, or in uh, the next month in August. Uh, Stephen, what games can people pay money to get in the next week? Yeah, so you got a couple of different selections. You can get Scully on the fourth of August, Steam Tactics on the fifth, and Fast and Furious Crossroads on the seventh. And I am so curious what that's going to look like because the trailer at game at the Game Awards made it look like a first, like early release three hundred and sixty game. So I thought it even looked PS two ish, honestly. <laughs> um, man, it was it was something. And I think they just really wanted to just have Vin Diesel out on the stage. Um, I, I, I'm worried about the game. I hope it's good. I hope it's fun. So we'll see if, if we get a review out for it on the site. But um, reviews you can look at, though, we have first thoughts on uh, Grounded and a review of Carrie on the Just One Live and Tamberg, right? Yep. So, and more on the way. So, take a look at those. And uh, we talked about Rock and Arena. Read a review of that as well. So, with that said, Stephen, what questions do we have today? Yeah, so it's the first week in August. It's the first day in August, actually, when we're recording. Um, so, it's time to announce the winner first before we get into the questions of our giveaway. Um, so, congratulations, Crypt Empress. Uh, you're the lucky winner, and because you're a patron, you don't have to reach out. We will reach out to you and get you that code. 
but yeah, if you want to be entered into the giveaway, uh, submit your questions, Twitter, email, Discord, Facebook, doesn't matter where, we'll get them, and you're entered in if it's right on the air, and then you you know, you know can win a gift card. Uh, but yeah, first first up is actually from Crypt, Crypt Empress as well. It says, with the new Destiny 2 expansion coming to Game Pass day one, do you foresee more games doing the same down the road and including their DLC into the service? Man, it's going to be hard. Uh, there's some that'll come kicking and screaming that way. But, yeah, I see more doing it. Just not the big ones right away. I think Destiny is about as big as we're going to get off the bat. Um, and when I say big, I mean like Call of Duty. Don't look for it there. Uh, you oh, know, if, yeah. they, if they do, it'd be great, but I'd be really, really surprised. No, we're, we're never getting an Activision game there. Um, I think the, the games we'll see are the games that... I mean, Destiny 2 already went free-to-play. So it's just their, like, the expansions and seasons and stuff, and Destiny 2 has the Battle Pass, um, or whatever it's called. I think it's the Seasonal Pass. It's the same idea. They have the microtransaction score, store where you can buy, like, finishers, emotes, things like that, ships, um, sparrows, all that fun stuff. Um, I, I could see games like that coming. Um, I think, you know, obviously it's going to build the pa- player base, you don't yep. now have to buy the expansions if you own Game Pass, which is awesome. Um, so, I, and I think it just makes more money in the long run because microtransactions are are, are what they are for a reason. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. talked about it for a while on the show. I don't think we need to get into it again no. here, but but they make more money than just the twenty dollar expansion that people were buying in one time yep. purchase. So, I could see it happening. I, I I agree with you. We're not seeing it from from something like an Activision game, but maybe a Bethesda game, you know? We saw Fallout 76 mm-hmm. there at, at one point. It might still I be I could there. see some EA games trying it too, maybe like a Battlefield. I just worry that EA thinks that it's a competition with EA Access. Mm, maybe. And kind of want them on their own service. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I, I could see it happening. More games doing it. But I think Destiny 2 is great. I love what Destiny's doing. I'm glad they got free. I'm glad Bungie got free of um, Activision. And it does seem like they kind of went back to Microsoft a little bit. Not fully. Like, they're not owned or anything by them or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think I think some bridges have been healed. Yeah. Mended, yes. as they say. Um, but, yeah. All right. All right. Last question. A little fun one from Lake Lacey. Uh, if PS5 and Xbox Series X were sentient... <laughs> Who would win in a battle to the death? Well, the uh, the Series X is more powerful, right? Yeah, I, I'm just going straight on like the size of the box. Okay. So Xbox feels. So I, I'm thinking of this in wrestling terms. This is immediately what I thought. So I'm and by wrestling, you mean like Andre the Giant wrestling, not. Um, Olympic Greco-Roman wrestling. Yes, correct. correct. Okay. Like WWE, right? So I, I will feel there like, be steel chairs. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I think like Xbox Series X is your like Drew McIntyre's, you know, the kind of big dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, we just got Drew against Dolph Ziggler, right? Perfect thing. I think the PS5 is like Dolph, that smaller, quicker, more agile. Um, even though the PS5 is like big, but it's just not yeah, as blocky. So it's like the skinny big guy. Okay. Or or maybe it's more like if Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman wrestled. They're both okay. giants, but one's a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're, they're thin. That, that's how I'm thinking. All right. I don't know who'd win, though. Yeah, I'm going to defer to the South Park trilogy on the console wars um, from seven years ago when uh, 
Bill Gates finally did defeat um, the head of Sony <laughs> in the Red Robin. Well, Bill Gates also brought out... Because it was also out... a play on the Red Wedding. So... Ah. Bill so Gates did that Red Robin. <laughs> brought out The Rock, uh, you jabronis, um, mm-hmm. with, the, with the original Xbox lineup. So I, mm-hmm. I feel like Xbox might have a little bit more training here. Yeah. Um, you know, off the top rope leg drop, like Hulk Hogan style. Even though he didn't do it off the top rope, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't think Hogan's ever done anything off top rope. <laughs> so, I, I think they this both is come WWE out of this breakdown segment. Yeah, <laughs> I think they come out of this both like beat to shit. <laughs> this is like a last. Yeah. This is like a last man standing match yeah. type matchup here. Yeah. Well, with the fanboy wars, nobody really wins, right? Yeah, we're all losers in that. Yeah, so, you know, at the end of the day, when they release, everybody wins just because everybody's going to be happy. That's true. You know, unless there's a red ring again, knock on wood or something like that. Um, Actually, that's not true, Tyler, because there are some people that aren't happy unless they're unhappy. Unless they're unhappy, I know. And that is the console wars in a nutshell, so... Twitter was invented for those people. I'm more and more convinced. I mean, it's going to be fun when the consoles come... news. So, it's going to be fun when the consoles come out. I mean, you're right. But when the consoles come out, right, and you're going to see it on both sides... Um, where instead of like enjoying what they got, they're just gonna be putting down the other side, uh, oh, yeah. and just talking mad shit about the other people. Yeah, they're, they're never like, gonna play their own damn console because they're gonna be so worried <laughs> about well, how the other one's failing. Yes, you know, and rubbing that in. Whatever. I'm just gonna be enjoying the Series X on day one, and that'll be good enough for me. All right. So, all right. That does it for questions. Thanks, everybody. We answered them kind of. Um, if you'd like to hear us kind of answer yours while answering like eight others along the way, uh, send them in. You'll be entered for a gift card at the end of every single month. So uh, we do appreciate you sending those in. Uh, just a reminder, head on over to GenerationXbox.com for all the latest in Xbox news, reviews, opinions, and more. We got a lot of stuff coming out here in the next few days, so check there. A lot of reviews, a lot of opinion pieces, and some new stuff as well. So Roger's doing a great job there. really appreciate the team that we have. And uh, finally, Stephen, a belated happy birthday to you. Yeah. As, uh, you know, it's a very special day, I've heard. And, uh, you know, as, as, uh, as your friend, I just want to make everybody aware that it was your birthday this week. So. Yeah, well, like I said, I got my belated birthday gift. When Arsenal won the FA Cup, thank you, Mikel mm-hmm. Arteta. You are the greatest yeah. head coach in the history of the world. The best. Obama Young, I love you. Love you too. Um, you know, Arsenal, give them all your money. 500000 a week, it's fine. Do it. Do it. All right. Pay the wages. That was a great gift. I loved it. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And the Keep Twins are 5-2, so I'm happy with that. Eh, so baseball's going to be canceled anyways, though, in like a week, so it's Let's fine. Let's be positive. No, so. no, 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 no. All I'm right. just sad I have to wait four more <laughs> weeks for soccer again. Like, to all start right. back up with the Premier League. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. All right, yeah, All play right. some great Let games. Yes. Have some fun. Yes, um, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be back next week with uh, 223. Until then, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. 
That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year, staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. 